Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Hello, everybody. It's time for the next episode of the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. We are joined with Elaine and Jeremy tonight. Uh, and nice knowing that we have a female on here, but uh, <laughs> it's mostly or someone other than Jeremy and Josh. Yeah, I know. It's like uh, it's nice knowing that there's an extra person every once in a while, <laughs> especially a female too. So, uh, I was mentioning how on the last podcast that we weren't sure what we were going to cover, and then. Uh, I was just thinking about it the other day, knowing that the Ring of Honor was uh, pretty much doing an end-of-the-era thing where they possibly might not come back and they released all their wrestlers. I figured to intro Jeremy into Ring of Honor to see how he would like it and do Final Battle 2021. And, yeah, I like the pay-per-view. And even Elaine watched the whole thing with us, which I was shocked. <laughs> yeah well you weren't the only one i was shocked too <laughs> yeah every once in a while she likes to watch the wrestling with us every once in a while so now then, yeah. yeah so every once in a while so yeah, yeah and then i spend 20 minutes explaining everything to her who's that who's that <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah she That's is coming from that. the the casual viewer standpoint so (laughs) (laughs) literally but uh yeah so um i guess we might as well mention because we ordered it afterwards like so we pretty much watched a replay so we missed like the first three matches which was the or well they didn't have it on the pay-per-view i think it's like because it's their kickoff show type of thing. So it was like the Righteous versus Shane Taylor promotions, which had, um, I know Vincent is like the main guy, but like that's like kind of like a horror movie type of thing. Last thing I knew. And uh, yeah, so like uh, it doesn't really matter who won. It looks like they were just doing it as a extra thing. Righteous won anyway. But, uh, and then there was, of course, it looks like the... So they have a six-man tag team belt? Huh? They have or a it, belt. Or was it three-on-three? Three? Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, they do have a six-man tag. Yeah, that's why I was like... 
Well, I know so that they have a trios man. belt, so like maybe they changed that to a six man belt now. Maybe well, maybe it's a three man belt because yeah, there were only they six men. They there were only six men in the match. The yeah, same thing with the second one. It looks like there was a tag team match with three on three. Which, yeah. So if they have a tag team trio with three people. Yeah. So they and the Ring of Honor has a trios belt, which not that many promotions actually have at the moment. I think it's like them and like maybe Shikara and a couple others like only have trios belts. Um which is nice anyway. It makes it a little bit different. It's like instead of doing the freebird rule with the new day, like they all have like a tag belt. So uh, but anyway, like uh, all the three matches we missed, like PJ Black, Flip Gordon, and stuff, whereas the 10, t- 10 man tag match, we missed that too. Which, I mean, it would have been cool to show Jeremy some of these guys because, I mean, he has, I don't think he even knew any of these guys before watching it. Not really. Um, Chelsea Green, who I guess was on the kickoff. In the second match, I know who she is, but but and Cheeseburger we met on the cruise, so I knew yeah. who he was. Um, but yeah, everybody else, I don't think I really knew who any of them were. Um, Pretty, uh, I mean, it's nice well, to know that I did, but from a long time ago, and then Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis. Oh, sure, yeah. that like all the the wrestlers that were from WWE that showed up. Yeah, then the but, only uh, other one was Jay Lethal because he moved to AEW, but that's oh, yeah. the only reason I know who he is, really. But And I'm sure that some of these people are going to show up in all the other promotions uh, pretty much. So, I mean, that's going to be cool eventually. But, uh, well, some so, of them, but spoiler alert, I, they, they, did you see at the end when they said uh, Ring of Honor would return in April? Yeah. So, so obviously, Ring of Honor is not completely going away. They're just changing their the way they do things. Obviously, well, yeah, at least if, that's anything, what if anything, probably having a smaller roster or something where they ain't paying as much money out. Maybe not going to more shows. I have no idea. Maybe they're even restructuring inside the company too. Where well, they might, have, they might be selling them. And whoever's got it in the plans is gonna be bring them back oh, in April. Oh, true that. Yeah, that could be a thing too. But uh, so pretty much the main first match that we saw was Dragon Lee versus Ray Horace, and this was cool. I mean, like I've seen Dragon Lee on like the main one um, that I remember that uh, I saw before was from Dragon Lee was Dragon Lee went against um I can't remember. I think it's Hiromu Takahashi. I think that's his name. And he's called the Time Bomb because he's a crazy character and at one point in New Japan, I don't know if he still does, but he comes out like a stuffed animal cat type thing. Like it's just weird. And like but uh, the main finisher that he did, which I, I think is the main reason why he stopped doing it like we didn't see it in this match, was because he broke uh, his neck doing it. Because and they have the move, and I think it's on 2K20, the WWE game, either that or 2K19. They do this thing where 
it's kind of like a power bomb. He lifts him up on his head, and his head is like on top of Dragon Lee's head, and then he pretty much does like a back suplex thing. But he did that to him, and or no, he does it like a rolling power bomb type thing. But he landed him right on his neck and head. So he pretty much broke his neck. So he couldn't wrestle for, I think, like two years. I think it was like two or three years or something since he came back. But uh, that I think that's the reason why in this match I didn't see him use it. He, he did like a Shining Wizard instead. He did a uh, bunch of kicks, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. That's the main thing with uh, Dragon Lee, too. It's like, uh, uh, especially a lot of... Uh, Lucha Libre guys, it seems like they do a lot of kicks and smacks and everything else, like a bunch of them. And Dragon Lee is related, uh, he's brothers with Roosh, which you didn't get to see him in this one, but he was a former eight, uh, Ring of Honor champion at one point. Like he had it for a long time, it seemed like at least like six or eight months. But, um, and he's huge. <laughs> the dude's like, Seriously, he kind of comes out like uh, Andrade El Idolo does, like except for without the mask. He has this, he has like a mask that has like horns and shit on it, but it's like a white suit that he comes out in, but with like a horse mat or like a Texas bull uh, mask on, or at least one of the matches I saw him wear it. And then he takes off his ring gear and is just in trunks. So it's kind of similar. But, uh, yeah, this match was pretty good opener for, like, the rest of the pay-per-view. I mean, it wasn't like, it didn't have a whole lot of uh, things that I remember, like, huge standout uh, things in the match. But it was good for what it was. None of them really did, except for the next match we're going to talk about, I don't think. Well, actually, there were a couple. The next match, and then a couple down the road from that, uh, like the. Anyways, we'll talk about it in a minute. But most of these matches didn't last very long either. I mean, mm-hmm. in my grand scheme of things, the longest match was 18 minutes long. Which, if you guys remember us talking last time on AEW, they had or no, the NXT War Games pay per view, or if you can call them pay per views, but. Um, they had two war games matches that were over thirty minutes long, so um, it was yeah. kind of nice to not have matches that were yeah were long. super long yeah especially <laughs> for me in that I didn't really know the wrestlers all that much so it would have been kind of yeah have been I know that you're little... not super invested with most of the storylines and everything else coming yeah. in there blind because it's been a while since I've seen any Ring of Honor. Uh, episodes on TV or anything, so it was kind of weird uh, coming in because some of the entrances from the guys that I knew of were totally different. <laughs> like uh, I knew of like Dragon Lee and shit, but like I didn't know who Ray Horse was where he came, and he kind of comes out like a Day of the Dead type uh, getup, like his suit and everything, which is kind of cool. It's different. But, like, uh, most of the guys, like, uh, yeah, like, a lot of the entrances were different, and it was just weird at first. But, I mean, still good for what it was. What about you, Elaine? 
Oh, just overall? Just yeah, what, when you, like, did you really, like, pay attention to the match or anything? Exactly, or? Ray Horace. That might have been when she was doing stuff still. Yeah. yeah. You may not remember Dragon that one. And, I don't recall that well, one. Dragon Lee kind of looks like Ray Mysterio. Kind of. Or, like, a mixture of, like, yeah. Ray Mysterio. I, I think I did I think. make a comment that he was trying to be Ray Mysterio. I do remember saying something about Ray Mysterio, but I don't really remember that match. I, I think, why. yeah, but I think I you really the, came in on the next, next one. one. Because you, we were talking about Dalton Castle. Oh, yeah. How uh, absurd he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really when you came in and really started watching it. Because that was when we, we talked about him almost the entire match. Oh, yeah. And then I had the issue where I hit a button and then we were trying to get back to where you were at. And something oh, else happened. Dalton and... Castle. That's when I thought Josh was yeah, I'm trying to get a serial killer and I'm yeah. looking him up and then realizing. Yeah, yeah, and Dalton Castle was the one that was dressed like Freddie Mercury, or that's what yeah, I that's kept what saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and his and then he would get out of was... the ring. Well, he would get oh. out of the ring and run around with his four freaking peacock looking things. All oh, the peacock. Yeah, I think yeah. he calls them the boys. I think that's what he calls them. Like, uh, and he used to come out with like just two. But we were talking about how that He's reminds us of he Adam Rose. Bizarre and everything. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's yeah, mostly why I like him though. Is like he's just way too over the top, and he's kind of like androgynous in a way. I don't think he really like explains like his sexuality and stuff like that with this thing. I think it's just supposed to be like kind of like David Bowie a little yeah. bit. Well, like how you that. don't Adam really Rose know. was kind of the same way in WWE, with yeah, his, with that and with his what did they call them, the guys that w- were with him? Uh, I think that they call them the boys. No, I meant Adam Rose. They call oh. him the Rosebuds, right? Oh yeah, Rosebuds. Yeah, yeah. So it it kind of reminds reminded me of that gimmick. And then Rhett Titus, I was talking about how he looks like Stevie Richards with a goatee. Mm-hmm. Which, which I mean, I totally get the likeness, man. I was thinking that too. Just and then Silas way. Young look like Jake the Snake. Yeah, and then I think that, if anything, Silas Young is probably going to go to AEW. That's what I've been hearing. Like, supposedly, uh, they were talking about the Briscoes and who else? I think it might have been Jonathan Gresham or something. They were saying that they were at an AEW pay-per-view. like so, uh, Or not the pay-per-view, but like on, da- on Dynamite, like in the backstage area. Yeah, Joe Henry was the only one we weren't talking about. Yeah, and Joe Hendry is hilarious. Like, did you see his like entrance? I don't know if I, you did. I don't. I don't think I was paying attention. Yeah, to I didn't think so. But he always comes out and he does songs for his entrance, right? Like, so he'll song, sing songs. Like the before when he was in WCPW and stuff, he would do songs. Like he would change the lyrics of regular songs. And then come out to him. And then he used to do, like, if he had a feud with somebody, he would do a, a roast version of the song. And he would come out to that song before <laughs> wrestling the other dude. <laughs> yeah. So I love Joe Hendry. Ever since he's done it, like, his entrance and everything is just so absurd and, like, over the top. That and that I just like it's kind of like how him and Dalton Castle were hitting it off in this match, and yeah, then of course funny, Rat- I think about this whole pay per view and because I didn't know anybody and neither did Elaine, 
we talked most of the pay-per-view about how everybody looked. It was kind of funny. <laughs> when I think about back when we were watching it last night, like we'll talk about each one where we were. I mean, anyways, we'll get to the next one. But, yeah, what were you saying about? Yeah. Mostly with this one, it was cool because I, I was wondering. It if, longer than eight minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah, though. you would think that they did a lot more. Like, because they did a lot in this match. Uh, just for like you could tell that they were kind of rushing to to get to each spot but uh, i was sitting there thinking about because most of the time i've seen red titus because i told you like i saw him on the mtv i think it was like one of their uh, uh i can't remember what they did for their lifestyle i think it was like this is life or is this life or something where they did like mini documentaries for like a half an hour or an hour where it would highlight different things. And one of them was being a pro wrestler and he was on one of the episodes and it even showed like he was in a ring of honor and everything else, how he was working, I forgot where and where he was working at at the time, but he was saying that he was being a pro wrestler on the weekends after like uh, doing everything. So like, even then, when he was doing it then, so he's been grinding in Ring of Honor for probably a long time, at least since I've been watching, and that's been like maybe six or seven years, maybe. And he's went through all sorts of different um, iterations of himself, and uh, and he never, like, I think he had the tag belts twice, maybe. And then he never had a singles title. So then I was sitting there. I was like, I wonder if they just gave him the title just because of how long he's been there. Right. And then that's exactly what happened. He won the match. And then they said that it was his first singles title in that promotion. I was like, damn, they went through that much time. And then they just gave him that belt. Then it seemed like he would have had it like way more, way longer than that. Yeah. Do we want to talk about, too, like, in between all these, like, I think at this point, was it CM Punk? Oh, yeah. During the, uh, during in between, like, them doing the matches, there was also vignettes. But the main thing was, knowing that they were saying the end of the era, they had, like, a lot of AEW guys that were past Ring of Honor guys, like the Young Bucks, CM Punk, uh, uh, Hangman Page. Uh, I'm trying to think of most of the other guys. Adam Cole was another Daniel one. Bryan and Adam Cole. It was mostly a lot of AEW guys that are doing it now. And they all, like, talked about, like, how their stuff was, like, how they uh, pretty much did their matches there and how they grinded through the ranks and stuff like that and had a lot of fun when they were there. So it was kind of cool knowing that they had a lot of the – and they even had – some previous guys actually show up at the pay-per-view, which we'll talk about more later on, I think, in, in a couple of yeah, matches. We'll talk about them when we get to those matches. But... Yeah. But uh, so it was just cool. And then we were also talking about, like, the main takeaway that you guys were talking about with their vignettes and, like, how they did a lot of the wrestling was that there was a correlation between how they do boxing matches and how they do ring of honor where you guys were talking about how uh, it seemed like more like it was an actual legit fight or whatever. 
Yeah, that's what I noticed was a difference in their promo styles, like um, the or the vignette, vignettes, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, in WWE, they're more like screaming at the camera, and AEW is kind of like that, but they kind of have those vignettes that are kind of like this, but not really. But then all of these were more like they were getting ready to fight. And then they did the tail of the tapes almost during every match in Ring of Honor. So it kind of all correlated to how I would envision watching like a boxing fight. But at the end, it was more like UFC. But at the end, it was more, yeah. Shaking hands and stuff like that like UFC does. But I don't know if that's a normal Ring of Honor. That's usually a normal Ring of Honor thing. That's That's why they call it the Code of Honor. Whenever they do a lot of the matches is because, I mean, not all of them shake hands at the end, like especially the heels. Some of them just like swat the hand away or whatever, you know. And it was like in one of the later matches how they said it was a code without honor or a match without honor or whatever, where it's pretty much fight if they without do honor. four matches yeah. or a fight without honor. There yeah. we go. But they do that for, like, explaining, like, why it's, like, kind of like a blood feud. And that's mostly why I like Ring of Honor is because they tell it in a different way where it's not the same that you get in Ring uh, like, in AEW or WWE. It's its own little thing. And I think that's what it does very well is and treats it more like legit, like, fighting in a way than it does like just wrestling you know like you're just watching wrestling and enjoying it or whatever yeah so uh yeah uh might as well uh so now josh woods and brian johnson come out and it looked like kind of i guess brian johnson's been a heel for a while because he came out and cut a promo where he was talking about like it sounded like he was trying to be like thankful for everybody but then of course he went back into his uh heel self and said get bent instead of of thank you it it reminded me kind of seth rollins gimmick before not not the one now but the one where he was the messiah that's what it called the mecca uh, or brian yeah mecca versus everybody or something like that kind of reminded me of when seth rollins was the messiah and but the funny thing about this one, I don't know if we want to let Elaine talk about it, but because well, she, just a girl perspective. But he needs to he needs to do something with that beard because it looks like he pubes on his face. I don't yeah, that's... know what's going on there. It's either fake or pubes or something. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Yeah, we we were talking about how yeah. similar his and Champa's beard was, and I was just like. It just looks more maniacal out on the ends. Like it looks like he he just doesn't grow enough at the end. But so yeah, this was an example of how we were like uh, critiquing every wrestler during this pay per view because we hadn't we didn't know who they were. Josh Woods, we were talking about the fact that he's got cauliflower ears. Remember? Yeah. And he then, but he, yeah. I think he didn't they say somebody did it in college or something. Well, yeah, he was probably an amateur wrestler. Well, I think he was an amateur wrestler, yeah, like before he started uh, started wrestling. And that and match I was mean, 12 minutes and 58 seconds, but I honestly could not get really into this one. And I don't know if it was because of this, the because I even mentioned uh, when they um, some of the moves just looked funky. I mean, even Brian Johnson did a move, I think. 
Well, but the other thing I mentioned I think was he did pretty good though. That Mecca guy coming out though and talking because somebody didn't even know who he was. I mean, the minute he opened his mouth, I was like, I don't like this guy. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it was funny how I mentioned the other thing too. He looked much bigger when he was wearing clothes. Oh yeah, yeah, like, and then he yeah. turned and took his shirt like, off, and he looked super lanky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took his shirt off, and then he got smaller. And I'm like, what the hell? I mean, he looked like a tiny dude, which he, I mean, looking like a tiny dude, he probably is. But I mean, point being, he looked a lot bigger when he was wearing his shirt. And the map and the map and all, or the flag and stuff. Yeah, he had everything on the cape and or whatever it was, the flag or yeah. But I didn't really get too much into this match all that much. This See, was, I mean, one, of, I this like was the... one of my least favorites. The other ones, there was only one other one that I didn't really care for all that much. Um, See, the main thing for me with this match, why I like them or liked it, mostly because I love the 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 point of the actual match because it's a pure wrestling match. Oh yeah, I get so, that. So, so yeah, they. Well, we I'm just saying, just for like, if anybody else don't know, like pure wrestling matches, they do for, uh, you get three rope breaks, and then if you use all of them during the match, then that means that you can't break up anything. So if you're caught in a submission, they can't bro- break the, uh, they can't break the submission if you already passed your three. And then I think it was like a 20 minute. Uh, time limit even though they didn't go that long but i like the finish i liked how he was choking him <laughs> he he got him uh i don't remember how they got up there but like how he was choking him on the turnbuckle and he made him pass out i thought that was dope <laughs> yeah, that was that was really the best part of the, of the match for me especially mm-hmm. other than josh woods laughing or at least smiling when he was getting his ass kicked. Like, yeah, I thought that point, was funny, too. Uh, like, we, Brian Johnson bra- with brass knuckles or whatever, and then he's smiling. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, Elaine, do you want to contribute anything, or no? Nah? <laughs> Not to that match, just the puberty. Yeah, true that. The, the but, next uh, match is probably the one I think we had the most conversation uh-huh. about. And oh, yeah. That's only because of how risky some of the moves were. Yeah, that and how big Shane Taylor is. And considering how big I guess he used to be, because he's, <laughs> I'm like, he's lost a lot of weight and he's still pretty big yeah. and when it, he was it's and mostly his mentioned... hips dude his hips yeah. are gigantic and the other thing i mentioned kenny king i you were talking about he was i guess highly touted or something like that well it's during this match i didn't see that i saw he didn't even like to really take that many risks i mean the when he did that ladder spot three quarters of the way in with the biggest ladder you've ever seen Oh yeah, he, he only went about halfway up the ladder. Um, oh yeah, I thought the same thing when he went up like not even full way up there, and then he did a a splash and he landed on his, on feet. his feet. Yeah, I was like, hopefully he didn't break his fucking feet or some shit. I'm like, yeah. that's a bad fucking thing. 
and yeah. I just didn't think that it was really necessary for the the spot. Really, I mean, that's what I'm saying. A lot of it, like Jim Cornette said that he had a problem with him because of other issues, like where it didn't seem like he was genuine. Pretty much, that's the easiest way to put it. Like because he lied and did something when he said that he was gonna help them out or whatever and he didn't so that's like layman's terms if you want to you could always check out uh cornet's uh podcast or whatever where he talks about it more in depth but pretty much he doesn't speak of kenny king in very high regard (laughs) but that's the only person that i've heard has talked shit about kenny king though so i don't know for sure but uh, it seems like Ring of Honor highly regards Shane Taylor, though, because ever since I've seen him uh, wrestle, it seems like he, he's been getting more and more, uh, like they've put more stock into him since well, like, he started. Well, he's the one that takes all the freaking, in that say, match, it's like all the stuff with the, like, landing on the ladder, and I mean, it's like, it's like he had to take the blunt of all of it. Oh, like, yeah. Kenny King got to land on Shane Taylor like the whole time. Oh yeah, and I was so worried about that ladder spot, man. Oh, well, that ladder spot too. at the apron. I thought it was crazy when they had the two Ring of Honor workers holding the ladder up. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh yeah. If you can't step on a ladder mm-hmm. without help, you may not need to be standing on the ladder. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that too because. It- <laughs> First off, it takes then, away from it, but and then also, when he yeah. did the and then when he did the spot, he the took ladder the ladder moved. Yeah, the yeah. ladder moved and he landed basically and, square on his back. The ring too, when they put the the one between the two. Yeah, he was the one that was laying on it, so the other guy fell on top of him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, but, that's know, what I'm saying. But, he did but, a lot of work in this match. Yeah, other than and, like him beating Kenny up King on Kenny King, that, Kenny King botched that move though, like Josh said. He didn't even land on him, really. He landed on the ground. Okay, well, there's yeah, like quite a few botched moves on well, well, this, match, this match was 18 minutes long, but my least favorite match is the next one coming up. Oh, God, that because, because I didn't... There were a lot of botched moves in that. And uh, anyways, the... the they, they can tell that they need a lot more ring they need time, a lot of especially... Work. Yeah, how to sell the stuff, and this is and this is coming from us just watching the pay per view and stuff like that. I could see why, uh, but anyway, Shane Taylor won, and they kind of did a shit and like shaking of hands thing and hugging it out or whatever, even though they, but then it went to, huh? Even though you thought they wouldn't have, oh, yeah. I thought that they would have done something, but I guess they were like after the fight, they were like, "It's all good." Okay, I whooped your ass. Okay, here you go. Oh, and yeah, never seen somebody sweat so much either. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were talking, we were commenting on how bad Shane Taylor was sweating oh, was in drenched. the first five minutes of the episode, yeah. almost yeah. of more, the match, pretty I mean. much like Bobby Lashley does. Yeah, and I was just commenting on how his head was sweating so much. Yeah, but then everything else was okay. Like I don't, (laughs) it wasn't nearly as sweaty as his head. I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" But uh, what's it called? So anyway, so now the Roxy versus Willow, right? And uh, I can see kind of why they gave her the title, but like. It's mostly because I don't think that they really have anybody like huge 
for Roxy, like other than Roxy, then like I mean, other than Angelina Love, probably. But I mean, I think they're building to some, or yeah, well, they were building to something like that. As she does, really does. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. You could tell wow. she was very green. She did, she, she did a lot of moves kind of well, but like you could tell that she needs a lot more experience to get well, better because this match I liked Willow a lot better yeah, than I liked yeah. Roxy. Oh well, yeah. Especially yeah. the moves like I want to think that her the more like moves that they did that were more like gymnastics or tumbling was probably better, but that's because there's a lot more going on which is distracting. The stuff oh, yeah. she's the worst at is when she's literally just pretending to be punching somebody or slapping somebody. Like there was a couple times I was like, I told Jeremy, I said, she's not even actually hitting her. Well, she didn't even touch her. She did three like, Huracan was... Ranas during the match and never put her legs around Willow's head. Oh, yeah. And like, literally, it was like a super Willow kick, too. Yeah. yeah. And so it was like, well, she's I, not practice but, you sure. know, I talk about Charlotte. Ugh. Charlotte does those moonsaults Ugh. and never hits them. My yeah. Yeah. I know we're I'm bringing Charlotte into a Ring of Honor pay per view that we're talking about, but it's it's the same example. I don't get how these people get over. Charlotte's doing where that. she is because of who her dad is, and I will say that forty million times. Oh yeah, <laughs> well I, I already you know, know you're that's the reason why Charlotte. she has so many damn title reigns. Yeah, and <laughs> but I mean, after matter. she makes it to sixteen, they're gonna be like, oh shit. And then she's going to do exactly what her daddy did and did do like 16 times or whatever. She's going to do the same fucking promo she bullshit. She comes for out that. with the freaking robe just like her dad. Yeah. Come on, get yeah, your own, do your own thing, dude. She would benefit from not doing all of that stuff. She but, would. Yeah, she needs yeah. to do her own thing, be her own yeah. person. Especially now. She needs to do something different instead of just doing yeah. the same shit. I mean, now she's been but, in uh, ball, so come on. You know, yeah, but, yeah, we'll, we'll keep talking yeah, about sorry, this though. Yeah, but we yeah, could talk about Charlotte match, all day. This just match so. was my least favorite of the night, though. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, like either that or it was the Dragon Lee match for me, but uh, this was worse than that for me. I mean, now and then the end was just. I mean, well, yeah, Deanna Perazzo comes out. Yeah, and then Challenger at pretty much. Yeah, they're forever, doing a title right? versus title match. At, on Hard to Kill on TNA Impact's um, pay-per-view. Which, I mean, if they do that, if they want to keep it in rotation, like where they end up having all the title members, like, and then they have them do their title matches on other pay-per-views or uh, uh, other shows to keep it relevant, I think that should be a good thing. Well, and that's right. what I was talking about. I think that's where AEW has made a really good um, decision in that mixing up these title reigns with other companies. You know, like Christian became the Impact champ. Yeah, and he's point. like a lot uh, over there a lot now. Yeah, too. and Kenny Omega was a, the what the AAA champ, and so are the uh, FTR. And he's still the AAA champ. I don't think he's lost it. And he's had it for like I don't know, like two or three years or something. He's had it for a long time. He well, had he it relinquished even one of them. Omega, the... Omega relinquished one because of his injuries. I think it might have been that one. Oh, it could have been. Um, oh, but because the shoulder thing, yeah, yeah he probably but... relinquished it then. Because I think that was the only one he had left, and I think yeah, he relinquished that one. But 
point being is that I think WWE would benefit if they did the same thing, but you know they'll never do that. Yep, I agree. Um, but this, the even Ring of Honor during this pay per view, and we'll get to it. This match, the Roxy match, I'm glad was only nine minutes and fifty seconds. I wanted to point out too that Willow's cartwheel was horrible. Mm. Yeah, she did at one point in the match. It was like a freaking one that I would do, you know. Yeah, like you might as well not even do them if you can't really do them properly. Yeah, yeah, if it looks good, yeah, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, that's but I mean, sometimes somebody could have an off day, and she might do that every single time, you know. Yeah, and then this just one time it just fucked up or something. This one just looked like shit. Yeah, like my little. It looked like a little infant was because I kind of missed it anyway. Like I, I heard you talking about it like afterwards. Like well, it's like, right it was like you know when little it. kids do them when they're first like learning, they're learning and they look, yeah. like, look like that you're bending over when you flip. Bending over your anyway. knees are all bent. And the whole yeah, it, that's what it looked like. But anyway, yeah, anyhow, it was funny the next match though because <laughs> when they came out. I said, what kind of fucking name is that? And I wasn't really paying attention to, like, it stood for something. Oh, oh, you know, for Violence, Violence Unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah. I looked at the word. I said, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> Belt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I thought the same thing. I mean, it's kind of weird because Ring of Honor did Violence Unlimited, right? But then Impact has somewhat the same thing with Eric Young. It's like... Violent by design, I think, or violence by design, like that. But yeah, like the acronym was kind of dumb. Like I didn't, I didn't think that they needed to make that. You know, like that's the only thing. It's like, but I mean, like I've been seeing him around for a while. I heard that Tony Deppen was really, really good in the ring, and it looks like uh, Rocky Romero was probably filled in because the other member from violence unlimited that's what i'm guessing at least because the uh the last member which i don't even think that they i heard them call out his name i think they said it once but it was like very easy to miss but like he came out in crutches to like support him and stuff like that but, like, I think that's the reason why it's, like, that's why Rocky Romero was there. And it was kind of, like, because it's the last show. So, he, he did a lot of stuff with Trent and Ring of Honor. So, yeah, and this match was another one. I It was 14 minutes long, but I honestly don't remember a lot of it. And I don't know if I was – the only part I really remember was the end when uh, EC3 cut the promo about um, – yeah. And I mean, then introduce, but like, and then uh, introduce the Titan, yeah, or Braun Strowman, or whatever you want to call him. Yeah, the, I think he just came out as Adam Schur or whatever his ma- um, actual name. Oh, I meant they. But then they called said, him the they Titan. called him the Titan when he came out. I yeah. think they did that with where he came yeah. in on the control the narrative stuff that, or the free the narrative stuff that EC three's been doing. Before. It was just interesting. That was the first thing like, that he did. Where is this going, though? That's what I didn't. That's what I. Well, it looks like thing. kind of like EC3 is kind of trying to start his own promotion. It seems like because uh, he's been doing. I guess this has been his second or third one that he did call, called uh, "Free the Narrative" or something, where Braun Strowman was on it. 
And then he was talking about that he was shedding the monster and that he was going to be the Titan or something now. And uh, what's he called? So I think that's what he's doing because he kind of cut the promo where he was talking about like the promotions not having wrestlers backs and shit, like not giving a shit about them. And then he was like, now I got to now we got to fight to get whatever we get. Uh, essentially that's what he's saying i'm saying it like not like verbatim it's just like uh layman's terms pretty much it seems like he just wants to start his own thing and be able to sit and take care of the wrestlers themselves oh i got that than, too but it was just yeah. it'd be interesting to know where it goes yeah, yeah to see what they do with it yeah, yeah. I think that's mostly why they were doing it this way. And it was kind of cool because they like he was with uh, the foundation, which I don't know most of the guys. I, I knew of Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and I think I saw Eli Isom in a match before. Uh, this was a while ago. I watched one of the episodes. I think it was one of the episodes that uh, Danhausen was on uh, ages ago. And then I was like, oh, this guy's not bad. I know he was hurt, but it would have not been nice to see him. Yeah, it would have been cool if he would have showed up. Even <laughs> with PCO, I didn't see PCO at the end. We met him on the cruise. He's the one that What's I have the, the pictures with with the with the uh, Danhausen. He's like uh, he wears face paint, kind of like st- it doesn't look like Sting's, but it's the same coloring. But he yeah he, he does this voice too. That everything's evil. It's it's freaking hilarious. But yeah, he's uh, like. Oh, uh, and then he talks about not cursing and shit. Yeah. Like, he's like, if you curse, you're out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's the gimmick, but he heard funny. I heard him in a podcast where he was talking about he's an evil dude, right? But he's portraying himself as a face to to get, like, a cult dynamic. So, <laughs> so he's, and so he's, like, a legit evil person. But then he he does this shit to try to get more numbers and like try to pu- uh, push like his cult pretty much. I thought that was kind of funny, and it was like everything was kind of heavily inspired by like horror movies and stuff. Like he was talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre was one of the main ones, so it's kind of cool if you want to check that out. I, I forgot. Uh, I think it's with Chris Van Vliet or. I think it is Chris Van Vliet. He did like an uncovered thing where he didn't, uh, he wasn't in character when he was talking about like everything. And it was a cool little podcast that he did. So, um, but yeah, it would have been cool if he would have been there. But uh, Tracy Williams was dope. But I, I definitely said with Violence Unlimited, the main th- thing is like Brody King is like the muscle out of that group. And no matter what, if they're getting wins, it's going to be because of Brody King because he is a huge dude. Yeah, and I'm and surprised covered in tattoos. Yeah, and I'm yeah. surprised <laughs> oh you God. don't. Uh, you're At not, first, you I know. thought he was. I thought that on his chest and all that when he first came out because he had like the, I don't know, like a vesty thing or something. At first, I thought he was wearing like a shirt. Oh yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, and I, I forgot to mention Rhett Titus's mask too. Rhett Titus's mask that where it was like. A skull, and then half of it was all droopy and like, uh, kind of like a zombie mask. I thought that was dope. And then Kenny King's little mask that he wore, even though that was only for like a few seconds, I thought that was dope. But well, yeah, but I thought Elaine would mention during the Violence Unlimited match. She mentioned it during the pay per view last night about how shitty one of the 
the spots was with the fork. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. She was like, oh yeah. I forgot about that. Where okay. I I just remember EC3. I forgot about that too, but I'm like, um, you're making a face like somebody is ripping into you, and the guy literally has like a fork just laying on your chest. Like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and it seemed hurt. like homicide was gonna do it, and then he changed his mind. Right? Like that's what yeah. it looked like. He was in the mode of like scraping up his face. And then EC3 could have just been like, fuck no, don't do it. It just right? reminded me of, you know, because Homicide was doing it, but watching AEW a, a few months ago, uh, Nick Gage fought Moxley. Oh. And brought was a Moxley pizza cutter. Or was it Chris Jericho? Oh, it was Jericho. Sorry. It was Jericho, and he brought a pizza cutter in the ring. Oh, yeah. And yeah, everybody kind of lost their shit for Lost that. their shit because right when he started doing it, they cut to a picture-in-picture picture and an ad that popped up was Domino's. Oh, my God. <laughs> Domino's got pissed because they they aired that ad during Nick Gage cutting into Jericho's forehead with a oh pizza cutter. <laughs> it's just like, why? It it's not even a branded thing. Yeah. It didn't say Domino's all I- written on the fucking thing. But but the it would fuck. have been funny like if homicide would have stabbed him with a fork and then something would have cut off and it was dude like just what EC three for... was saying during the thing when he jammed it into his pec muscle that too yeah was funny like I forgot what he said it was just like he was like just fucking do it or something <laughs> yeah. like that I was like what the fuck dude it's just so weird. It's so weird, but funny at the same time. I was just like, okay, EC3, I see how you work. But yeah, so that one ended like that. Like I said, that one was 14 minutes long. The next one was my favorite match of the night. Yeah, I was going back and forth between both of these. Uh, the double, well, I guess it's like, whatever. The uh, Both of them were pretty much main event matches. And they were talking about how this match was like, they did a coin flip to figure out which one was going to main event. I mean, the main event was good, too, but I liked this one better. Yeah, I think I, I did, uh, too. Gresham I mean, they were both good. Lethal, but uh, that one was... Gresham we were... was Octopus Face? Yeah, Octopus okay. Face. Yeah. Well, the Octopus is what they call him. But... Well, he looked like the guy from freaking... I'm oh, sorry, we're going ahead. I'm going yeah. to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah. The Brisco match was my favorite, and, that, and a lot of it had to do with how it ended. I really hope oh, yeah. they, oh, I really yeah. hope that those Briscoe brothers, they somebody picks them up or something. Does something with Dude, them. I'm telling you, AEW is going to pick them motherfuckers up. I think they're up. cool. And they uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I am huge fans of Briscoes, man. Like, did you see like what I was talking about though, Jeremy? Like, you could see the appeal why I like them though. Oh yeah, no, no. Like I said, that was my favorite match because yeah, they they do they remind me, and it's not the same type of style, but. Of uh, the, the Lucha Brothers and AEW, how yeah. they're how they're willing to do a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, like well, like uh, Jay got busted open. I don't know how he got busted open. Well, what I mean is they, 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 the Hardy Boys, Matt and um, yeah, the Hardy Boys. What's Matt and Jeff. I think, they, I think they have wrestled Matt and Jeff too, because Matt and Jeff were in Ring of Honor for a time. This is like right after they left TNA doing their broken universe stuff. Mm-hmm. They were in Ring of Honor for a short bit. This is like right before we went to WrestleMania 33, I think it was. Right Which before one was they that, debuted. The one? 
Yeah, the one where they debuted at. They did a match against the Young Bucks uh, the night they prior. They debuted at the Orlando one. Yeah. Because Joe yeah, was there. That was, was 34. Th- uh, oh, 34. I just okay. think they remind me of like, they remind me of the Hardy Boys mixed with, um, what's the guy that used to do Dudley the Boys. shit? Not only Dudley Boys, but no, the guy that used to do the weird shit with the guy that just died recently that was wearing the overalls. What, were, what was that group? You know, he's had that. They always had the kids in the thing. With you talking uh, about Bray Wyatt? Yeah, like the Wyatt people. I don't oh, know the why. Wyatt family. Yeah. Oh, they kind of, they kind of are like that. Oh, so That's how their Luke family Harper? thing is. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. She's thinking about Luke Harper. Watching, yeah. They remind me of a mix between like Hardy, Bo- not yeah, Hardy Boys and like like the Harper people. I don't know. Well, the, the Wyatt. The Wyatt. People. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, like, that. I don't know why. Especially Luke Harper. I could see yeah. that with that. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, they've been grinding in Ring of Honor for a long time, and like, this is their their twelfth reign with the titles. I think they're like the ones that have it the most right now. Yeah, but I can tell you Plus, what, Matt Taven it. took a let's lot of. Oh yeah, Matt Taven is People great too. Like, um, that's what I'm saying. He is so <laughs> underrated. Like, you I think mean, those they two are the, cute. I do. I don't know why, because they're kind of rugged and shit. What? Oh, talking like, about. Oh, you talking about the Briscoes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the redneck. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, Jay Briscoe just reminds me of a dude that you wouldn't want to fuck with, man. Well, they both kind of look like people, like they, yeah, you know, like they're yeah. Well, they just, I like think Jay like, Briscoe um, is just definitely the more like, hey, you wouldn't want to fuck with me type of shit. They seem like those kind of um. Except they have like twenty kids. Well, I know, but like, what? Yeah, like they seem rednecky too. You know, like kind of like those people, like like fucking rednecks. You wouldn't want to fuck. Well, that's why Matt or Mark Briscoe has redneck kung fu. That's why he was doing the the kung fu shit during the match was because that's what they and like he does a lot. I love his froggy bow though, where it's like a frog splash mixed with an elbow. Love that shit. Every time I've seen it. I mean, Jay Driller is a dope-ass finisher, too, but like, they did a shit ton of moves in this damn match. Like, Well, that's what I was saying. Matt Taven took a lot of... Yeah! Like, especially at the end, he did, like, he took, like, three Jay Drillers, and then he got a Froggy Bow, and they did the Dudley Divine, or, well, the... That's what I said. They reminded me of Dudley Boys. That's what they reminded me of. Yeah. I would say, yeah, that's Except they don't do the testify shit, you know the yeah, you know the Devon preacher stuff that Devon does. But um, but yeah, but yeah, that was easily my favorite match, and it was fifteen minutes long too. Yeah, Maria, yeah. you don't remember Maria Canella? I remember her. Maria. She, I could have done without her. I don't like. I didn't like her when she was in WWE. Yeah. See, I mean, I stare at her ass most of the time. I'm just saying <laughs> she she has her like fucking outfit just went so far up her ass. Well, she's gained she weight she... since she had another kid. Well, yeah. She, I think she's had like yeah. two or three now, right? Yeah. Well, she just recently had another one, though. That's when right uh, when they... Oh, okay. Right yeah. when they... Remember right when they were let go of WWE, she had just come yeah. back yeah. Um, from maternity leave. But when we saw her at WrestleCon, she wears a ton of makeup, and she was very skinny at that point. Yeah. So, so she's put on weight which she looks better with more weight on her i i you know but you know anyway like uh but yeah it was good for, like definitely i i agree it's like 
I'm trying to think if like these are like uh, head to head for me, like thinking about matches. But it, it is well, then the the ending. We kind of we especially kinda, with FTR showing up, yeah, FTR coming. That kind of yeah, which they kind of were alluding beforehand. to. Right, because they've been like feuding on Twitter for a little bit. Where, like, J- the Briscoes are always the type of team where, like, no matter what, they're just like, "Come on and let's fight." Then, like, and that's one thing I love about the Briscoes, though, is like they always are like down to like they don't like turn anybody down, even if they're heels. They they still wrestle the same, like they still have the same, same. ideology, and that's one thing I like about the Briscoes. So, like, I'm definitely intrigued with this match, and I wonder if they're going to build this to, like, maybe... I think Revolution's the next on AEW, right? Yeah, in March. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to build it up into... I'm like, I don't think that they're going to think that far ahead for the match, though, before they actually do the match. You know, I think well, they're they might, gonna, that's only a couple it months could away, be, like, dude. winter is coming when they do it, but I don't know. Winter is coming next week, though. Yeah. I well, doubt yeah. they would do it that fast. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, I don't think that they would, like, you would think that that would be a proper, like, pay-per-view match, but. But there's a I battle mean, of the know they would... up too. Remember? Oh, yeah. True that. So maybe they're building to that. I have no idea. But, uh, what's it called? And now we might as well talk about, the, because at the, uh, for this main event, it was originally supposed to be Bandito versus jonathan gresham and uh bandito i guess he failed a COVID test i don't know they didn't really say that he got COVID or not i think they were just saying that he couldn't wrestle even if it was like a false uh COVID test or whatever like he got a false positive or whatever but so they i guess on short notice they talked to jay lethal and had him wrestle for the belt with Jonathan Gresham. So I figured that no matter what, they were going to drop the belt to Gresham anyway, mostly because Gresham seems to have been grinding in ring of honor for a long time now. So I figured once he dropped the pure championship to Woods, I figured he was going to win the ring of honor belt. And this was a lot better, and I thought that this was going to be a good match. I think they've wrestled in Ring of Honor before. Like, this was ages ago, probably. Uh, but, like, I actually really enjoyed this match. But, yeah, yeah This I was a good well. match, too, like I said. But the thing with me was is it didn't make it as good because, like you were just talking about, we kind of knew who was going to win it just solely yeah. on what – what was going on the fact that lethal was basically brought in to replace somebody else yeah and then they still had it for the belt yeah figured that it was going to go to him yeah well you know lethal signed with aew so it would kind of not make sense for them to give the belt to him yeah yeah so i mean yeah i mean they could have but that just doesn't make sense especially with them going on hiatus for four months or five months or whatever it is yep but, um, but I mean, this was a good match for me. Um, I know we spent a lot of time, well, I did talking to Elaine about who his wife was. And then, of course, she showed up at the end, so we were actually able to show her. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about how thick of thighs Jordan Grace had. 
because yeah. she has a, a, a she is probably the strongest chick that I've ever seen in a wrestle period. I think. I mean, like uh, most of the other chicks I've seen haven't really showed a lot where they were deadlifting 355 pounds. So, I mean, so, and she was called Big Mama Pump, I think, at one point in, in Impact because uh, she was uh, in a tag team with or a stable with Scott Steiner and Petey Williams, which I thought was hilarious. So she used to come out with a like the steel, like the chainmail hat or like whatever you call it. But yeah, she came out with that shit like at one point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this match was great, and I uh, I thought that it was cool, a fitting tribute, knowing that at one point, like pretty much everybody from Ring of Honor, at least that could make it. I'm assuming. Like, everybody that could have been at the show came out at the end for, like, the last, I think, five minutes. For yeah, the, it was the last remainder of the match. Minutes of the match, yeah, everybody was out there. And then, you know, Gresham won, and they uh, crowned him the winner. And then they cut to that message at the end where they said, basically, it was the end of this era, and but another one's coming in April of 2022. So... Um, kind of a wait and see. Yeah, it's funny. We were talking about. I wonder what was would happen with Ring of Honor, and then they that message popped up. So it seems like Ring of Honor is still going to be around, but they're going to repackage it somehow. Yeah, so you they, never know. They could be selling it and then and going to somebody else for all we know. Well, it would what seem that? like it's going to be repackaged with AEW or something because it seemed like all those people that want were the ones that were like you know, given the challenges or whatever. Well, they have some across the board, yeah. though, because, like, EC3 is his own, and then oh. Deanna Perrazzo's in Impact, I think. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she's... So they were, they were kind of all over the place with... But that's where I was saying that WWE should do the same type of shit, where, where you guys fight across the board for everybody's titles, and then the titles just move around. Yeah, like the different, yeah, and you, up that. he ain't, but you know, you could revenue share. That's what I was saying. You would yeah, think these agreements that. would, well, yeah, but think about how much money he could actually and make. Especially the storylines, the well, merch that you could sell. Yeah, you could have CM Punk show up on a WWE event fighting for AEW <laughs> against yeah. your people. And well, yeah, because you'd have people go to the WWE event just to see CM Punk. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's true. It's, That's un- true. it's unreal how you could, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't make 100% of the revenue, but mm-hmm. you'd make something and you could make double the revenue. And help with the dwindling, uh, dwindling uh, fucking people not watching your product. Mm-hmm. With um, people and with them getting less and less ratings, if they did this shit, they would get a lot of ratings. And, like, <clears throat> might as well know that we're kind of talking about WWE, too. Talking about how Jonathan Gresham is so short. He's, like, 5'4", and he's swole as fuck. He looks so much bigger than he did, when, like, when I saw him a few years ago. when Like, I first saw him in Ring of Honor. Well, and that's and, why he's not in WWE. And that's, that's, why, that's why he would never be, like, they would maybe hire him in WWE, but, like, he would be, like, pack level, like, cruiserweight belt, even then. Like, that would be, uh, like, that would be where they would put him. 
Well, he and can't. That's even, the sad part because he is a very on 205 live because he weighs 205 pounds. I mean, he yeah. barely would be able to make it. And it's yeah. like, well, that's what they bill him at. But I mean, you know. <laughs> You know, like nowadays, it's, it doesn't even really matter if they, and like, they'll just lie. Because when you're talking about Shane Taylor, where we didn't know if that was actually, oh, like, no, actual they size. said he weighed 305, and I'm like, okay, there's no flipping way if he's six foot two that he only weighs 305 pounds. There's no flipping way. Yeah. So, I mean, gosh, you weigh five nine. I weigh six foot, or not weigh five nine. <laughs> yeah, and I'm two yeah. something, and I'm like way smaller than that dude. Yeah, I mean, that's... That, or well, I shouldn't say way smaller, but <laughs> I look thinner than that dude does. And I'm not nearly as tall, but still, that's beside the point. But that's what, yeah, I mean, but anyways, that's pretty much all that the, the Ring of Honor pay per view has. I think we've, yeah. we've kind of demolished it. Um, and this is we're, we're almost I think we're almost at an hour. Yeah, yeah we're over an hour now, actually. Yeah, just a little bit over. But uh what's it called? That and that's why I feel and so what were your guys' thoughts total? Like did uh, did it make you wanna like watch some more Ring of Honor though? Oh, I've watched some Ring of Honor. It's just, you know, out here it's like late at night on like regular TV. Like it's oh, yeah. hard to even catch it. Yeah, Sinclair broadcasting out here. It would be like at midnight out here, like when they would show up. And that's who owns it, right? Yeah. yeah. Or at least, uh, I don't remember if it, they own it or if they just had the broadcasting rights for it. That's the thing. I don't know for sure, like who owned it or whatever. But I thought they owned it. Um, but that's, I mean, it's they, possible that they owned it. Yeah. That's why they're looking at repackaging it because they're losing a lot of money. On it, uh, I'm sure that they're probably losing money. A better time if they want especially to now it's, where they weren't yeah, getting uh, getting it's any a subsidiary revenue. of Sinclair Broadcast Group. Okay, yeah, the, um, it's mostly because COVID fucked them up. I mean, they were just trying to put on like shows and like pay per views and stuff. But it's one thing when it's WWE, right, where they could have the money to spend to not have people in the ring and like in the arena, but like. Ring of Honor just yes. they didn't do a lot during this time. They only came back like a year later or some shit. I don't think they were doing wrestling the whole time. I think they only came back like in the past year or so and they were very like super high on the COVID testing and everything but like the period. So like, I'm not surprised that they weren't making enough money for it. <laughs> well, they need to have it on a better time slot then, though. Yeah, exactly. That's more Sinclair broadcasting more than anything. Like, trying to get it up on TV. But I definitely think that it should be higher or, like, more production and stuff like that. I think it should be. I want it to thrive, but, you know. That's I amazing. do think that even though it's probably lower, produ- you know, lower production costs, they don't have the money and stuff, but I don't feel like that it was, like, bad, like, the entrances or anything, you know what I mean? Like, oh, no. I know it wasn't all, like, fireworks and all that crap like the other places do, you know, but, I mean, I didn't think it was where you were like, this is freaking lame, you know, like that, you know, I didn't feel like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Well, so our next uh, podcast will be day one, right, I'm assuming? Was that uh, at least day it's one. WWE we might mention uh, 
And we might mention a little bit of stuff. If I didn't get to watch um, Winners Coming and stuff like that, we might mention it for day one. I'm not looking forward to day one, though. It's probably going to be the same shit that we've been seeing for the past few well, months. Yeah, but well, you never know. I heard rumors that they're planning for a multi-series with Lesnar and Reigns. I'm like, okay, we've already done that. Yeah, we've seen that so many damn fucking times. They've they've done like seven or eight matches with Lesnar and Reigns. Well, they've made him a face now, which is a little bit different. But yeah, and he comes out with like he's got like a hunting outfit. It's different. He's not like the MMA fighter anymore. Um, Doesn't he suck at that? No, he was the title holder at one. I mean, he did well, he did well enough, but then he yeah. punked out at one point. Or at least I figure well, I think he, that he punked out. Well, he's kind of like Rousey though. He got he got um what do you call it? Um he got ga- gastroparesis or whatever. Well, no, he got diverticulitis. Oh yeah, it. that's what it was. But, yeah. But I'm talking about the fight. Like Rousey um she got exposed. That's the word I'm looking for. She got exposed that she couldn't take a punch. And the minute that happened, Mm -hmm. she couldn't win after that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like Lesnar. Lesnar showed he couldn't take a punch. He now if you wrestle with Yeah, Cain Velasquez destroyed him. (laughs) If you wrestle the guy, he'll beat you nine times out of ten. But they need to keep a mic out of his hand. Oh my god. No, what I'm saying is in MMA, like if the guys wrestled him, uh huh. They couldn't beat him because he was quick and he can wrestle better than most. But you punch him in the face, mm-hmm. you'll knock him out. And that's kind of like Rousey. If Rousey got you in her arm bar or her judo stuff, mm-hmm. you couldn't beat her. Mm-hmm. But if you punched her in the face, she couldn't take a yeah. punch. Yeah, especially Holly kicked Holm, to the face. Holly, and Holm, Holly Holm, Holm knocked her out with a kick. Holly Holm exposed that. Mm-hmm. And after that, I think Rousey was afraid to get hit. And like when she fought Nunez, that's what happened. Nunez hit her once, and it was like, "Fuck." Okay. Oh, she retired. No, she just had a baby. I think. Well, that's when she left because she could. They exposed her. Anybody yeah. that knows now, all they have to do is punch her in the face, and she won't win. Right. And it's the same thing with Lesnar. It was like once Velasquez beat him, then everybody else knew all they had to do was punch him. Punch him. Anyway, yep. And so, and that's so. But if you wrestle the guy, you couldn't beat him. I mean. That and that's what a well, lot of those heavyweights. Have, well, yeah, but all of them have their like their strength or whatever. Like, oh, I get the, that. They're the best in. Yeah, but I'm just saying he was better than others. I mean, CM Punk's horrible as an MMA guy. He couldn't do anything. Well, I mean, the <laughs> he couldn't wrestle he could. because, like, fucking, he didn't have any. Like, he didn't have the wrestling acumen that Lesnar had. He didn't. Well, he wasn't was very wrestler, strong like, either. Like yeah. CM Punk was always a professional wrestler. He wasn't yeah, an amateur. Was yeah, yeah, he was more of a wrestler than he was, or more of a professional wrestler than he was anything else. Which, let's so be honest, is not him going to UFC is what killed him. Yeah, that, that's what happened. Well, because if the if he would have done, not... done the same thing that Jack Swagger or Jack Hager is doing now, he would have probably done better. Like yeah, if he UFC, just I mean, you can't fake that shit. You have well, to, that's what I'm saying. UFC, he took a huge not, payday. Not to do that. Well, he, you have to actually know what well, that is. Well, I, I think what Josh is saying, he could have went to Bellator, Strike Force, something. Yeah. One if of those, he would have done the lower level, this one. lower level ones and brought himself yeah. up yeah. and true. fought guys that were at the same level as him, he would have probably done better. 
He could have learned. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that he would have been great or that he had the talent to do it. I'm just saying he would have probably had some wins under his belt if he was at the same level as some of these other guys. Yeah, but then Dana White, the but Dana White was probably better. like, we'll have you come in and I'll offer you like $5 million or however much he offered him to to do this shit for a certain amount of time. And then he was just like, even if I got knocked out, whatever, I'm going to try. But Well, I always say got... that, Josh. You've heard me make comments about fighting Tyson in his prime. Yeah. I said, I'd take $8 million to take a punch. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I mean, it depends. Punch you in the face for $5 million. A... Punch you in the face. A... Go ahead. I would tell people I worked with that I would I would take that fight every day of the week. And they're like, he could kill you. I said, no, he won't. Because I'll Dude. Oh, even okay. if he glassed me, I'd hit the ground. I know that we're kind of talking about Tyson before we end the end the podcast. Did you hear that he came out on the news and he said that he used to sleep with groupies before fights? That way he didn't kill people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I oh thought that God. was hilarious to end up hearing. I was just like, really? Uh, I mean, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but I'm just saying I wouldn't want, and I, and I always used to watch him. The shit he did to Holyfield, and I know we're digressing, and this is the end of this podcast, but I think the reason he bit his ear is because he had a flashback how he how he dealt with his tigers. So because the way you yeah. actually subdue a tiger is you bite their ears. Is that and, why you bite our cat's ears? But that's the way you subdue. Cats don't like <laughs> that. No, I'm just saying. Ear. And he bit Holyfield's ear. It's like he he got rung up like he got hit and he kind of went and uh reverted to well i don't know for sure anything because i'm not not in his headspace so yeah i'm not either but but it's just funny that he did that knowing he owns tigers anyway he owned tigers at the time but anyways um i think we can go ahead and call this podcast is day one and especially if you've made it to this part of the podcast, thank you for listening. And thank you, Elaine and Jeremy for being on this one, especially Elaine, knowing that it's been like a while since she's been on the podcast the last time. (laughs) Yeah. It's nice to have you on every once in a while. (laughs) I know you do the Scream Creeps one with me, and we do the True Crime one, but you went on. Because I feel like I watched something, but I didn't do the podcast the last time. Yeah, but you did do a a wrestling podcast at one point. I just don't remember. Yeah, it was mostly because we were shitting on Charlotte. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, we got to talk about that on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, content, motherfucker. But what's it called? So for everybody at the Heart of Geek, we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. See you guys on the next one. Uh, If you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is The Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all of that, thank you for enjoying wrestling with the Willies.